ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 5 Minutes of Good Stuff with Carlisi. I'm your favorite host of this particular podcast, Carlisi, and we have new episodes every Sunday at noon o'clock. Um, this is episode 30, and this is a plus episode. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Carlisi. Welcome to the show. Hi. Wow, wow. You know, crowd, they're still coming out of the woodworks, giving wow. you rounds of applause. Look at that. We love you. Thank can't, you. Can't live without you <laughs> pleasure having you here um yeah this is a plus episode so that means we're going over five minutes uh you know last time i said 30 minutes we're shooting for but we end up going a little bit over towards an hour but <laughs> you know i don't think that's gonna happen we'll this see. time because uh it, you know it's 11 40 kind of late well, I don't think we'll do it. That, but actually, no, I think last time was pretty late, too. I, I think it was almost probably exactly this time. Yeah, sometimes you gotta, you know, as the wise saying once said, you gotta spread <laughs> your wings to fly. As a wise saying, a wise saying once said. A lot of, lot of wisdom there <laughs> in the old uh, ancient Chinese literature. Mm-hmm. That's what they always say. Hey, so we got some good news today. We got, or tonight, today. Well, this released today. So um, we're going to talk about the, the place we went last week. We're going to talk about a couple good articles. And we're going to talk about some things that go with the place that we went to. And that's not vague at all. Uh, but it's going to make sense as you see how the nights go. But first, tonight, I, I got to remember that this is being released in the daytime. Uh, first, we just recently hit a milestone. We hit... Five years, five months, five days of being married. And we also just at the same time hit six months, or wow, six years <laughs> of, wait, since I first proposed, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that was funny, because your Facebook memory, or my Facebook memory, because I posted it, popped up, and that, that gave you the six-year reminder. But then also, boom, at the same time, we hit the five, five, five. Guess what? If you go to Wendy's, that's the five for five. We got the five for five. You know what will happen w- next year? What am I year? guessing? What am I guessing? Six, six, six. Oh, that is, oh, we're done. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you. Everybody knows when you're married and you hit that this six Magic years, six number. months, six days. Nice knowing you. Well, we had a good run. I would <laughs> say we've accomplished lots of things and- I look forward to our next endeavor. Hey, we're not there yet. Oh, yeah. We got another year. Sorry. I'm jumping the gun, as it were. Uh, Let's see. We should probably talk about movies, too, because we like doing that. Maybe towards the end. We're totally going to be here for more than 30 minutes. No, we're not. But see, here's the thing. People were left on a cliffhanger from last week's episode. I said that uh, we were going somewhere. So I think it may have been like the day before or either I recorded that. I recorded that morning. We're going somewhere, and we're going to talk to people about what it was. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the place we went to that everyone would like to know about. Uh, We went to Pittsburgh because there's a special thing that happens in Pittsburgh once a year that I've never heard of until uh, your cousin, Abby. You say her first name, not her last name. Oh, no. Unless she goes by an alias. Does she have an alias? Uh, Let's just call it Dip. <laughs> I was going to say that. But then I was like, nah. Well, it's been said. Uh, she she introduced us to what they call uh, Pickle Fest. And, but they also call it Picklesburg or something like that. Oh, no, no, I'm forgetting. <laughs> Is it Pickle Fest in Picklesburg? Pickles. I think it's Picklesburg, but Pickles. it's a pickle festival. Yes, it's called P- Picklesburg. Sorry, P- Picklesburg. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in Pittsburgh, and it's a pickle festival. And uh, you know, this was pretty wild. To my, ex- I've never been. We've never been. Never even heard of it. But it's this big pickle festival. That you would think, okay, maybe they'll be like um, your average, like small but good amount of people. Like maybe you're going to like a small concert. That's how many people would be there. We arrive, we get off the highway, 
we could see it from the highway because they it they I don't know if you're familiar with Pittsburgh. There's a lot of bridges. This event they closed down an entire bridge, and then they had vendors underneath the bridge for like mm-hmm. a, I don't know how long that was, but and this was on a Sunday after it rained. And then it also rained while we were there later on, but it already rained. Yeah, there was, like, more heavy rain, like, expected within an hour of us getting there. And tons of people were there just soaked. I'm, talk- I'm talking, I'm going to say maybe two to 3,000 people were there. Just, sure. Just throwing out that number. It was so packed. Picklesburg, get lit. When you go there, you're getting lit. I took a few photos, posted on the old Instagram if you want to see that at Curly's the Games. There's this giant pickle. <laughs> this is really huge pickle uh, in the middle of the bridge, signifying that it's it's Picklesburg. They had pickle flavored uh, beer, which we didn't get to try. It was sold out. Sold out. They had pickle flavored uh, lemonade, which we did try, which was actually just really just Pickle-y. pickle juice. Yeah, just really pickle juice. They had. Um, it was an experience. They, they did. They had um, pickle flavored. Like shots. hot sauce, yeah, shots, seasoning, the chocolate covered pickles. That was that looked like a real turd. I, re- <laughs> I really wanted to try it no. just because I love chocolate, but no. my friend also went and said it was bad. So I'm glad you talked me out of it. Oh, really? But oh, that's good. It looked interesting. Nah, man, that looked like a straight turd right out of Compton. I was like, holy cow. Well, that doesn't look enticing at all. I was very con- concerned at why they. I don't maybe it's just the photo of it, but it looked real, real bad. Yeah. Um. They had. Uh. We talked about. They had. Didn't they have like a jam, like a pickle jam? Probably. Too? It was like pickle candy. They had hot pickles. My pickle only, soda. Yeah. I it was them. like the most radioactive shade of green (laughs) it it was so unsettling Mm. not natural it was not it it was uh, it's also it was on the roberto clement bridge by the way if you're interested in that but uh it was it was fantastic it drew so many people it just blew my mind that something that unique would draw so many people. Also, it's amazing how many different things they can do with pickles. Yeah. Like, so many different, like, things that were flavored. I'm pretty sure there was pickle cotton candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I can see that, yeah. Like, just anything that you could imagine that was pickle. It was wild. Yeah. Yeah, they really they really went out. And, Very I mean, creative. It, it drew us all the way from Ohio. It drew us. Uh, let's see what I was going to say. Yeah, there's there a crap ton of people. Didn't make sense there were so many people there. We went in line. There was a pickle. We There was like a pickle. It was like a hot dog wrapped in bacon inside a of a pickle. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you could also just get a hot dog wrapped in bacon. And I was like, I don't know if I, I, I feel like my taste buds would go a little crazy if I had a Hot dog wrapped in bacon that was inside of a pickle. So That's a lot. Yeah. So we, we just got the hot dog wrapped in bacon. And I didn't know what to expect. I just saw the price was 2 for $19. I was like, okay, maybe it's like a jumbo dog or something crazy. No. It was like a, a regular old <laughs> like skinny dog wrapped in bacon. It was okay because uh, we were pretty hungry. So that was like our first meal of the I day. I actually did think it was pretty good. Yeah, And I don't really salty. like bacon, so. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first thing we got. I was looking for a hot pickle, and I think I saw a vendor that did have a hot pickle, but the lines, there's so many people, the lines were so long. And they were very confusing. It was really hard to know where the line yeah. started and where it ended. And then, like, there were there was one line for three separate stands mm-hmm. it was a, it was overwhelming the best i could the best i could compare it to is when i was in new york and we're walking through manhattan and there's so many people that you can't like you can't just stop you have to just know where you're going because if you stop you're gonna get like someone behind you's gonna run into you and you um like you're gonna just Impede traffic, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt like that. It was just a lot of people. So, 
We did end up with the pickle juice. We actually that was our one pickle flavor thing. You got a pickle pin. And you know, I would say it was a missing success. Abby Abby got some pickle stuff that I can't remember. Something with seasoning spices. It was like a uh, And she got like a mozzarella pickle yeah, salad or something. It was like pickled mozzarella. So she went more pickle than we did, which is fine. But she's uh, she's braver than she's, us. Yeah, we're not we're not as brave. So, uh, if you're in the Pittsburgh area, next year this time, come on down to Picklesburg on the Roberto Clemente Bridge. Rain or shine. And they were not kidding. It was raining and everyone was still just chilling there. Getting some pickles. So, it made me think. It made me wonder what type of unique festivals that we don't know about. That's not, even, that's not even the sentence I want to say. What type of unique <laughs> festivals are there out there that we don't even know about? I, I left out a few words there for some strange reason. I liked it. Thank you. I liked it the first time. Now, we looked at some food festivals on the way back, like like a mac and cheese fest. Also and, in Pittsburgh. Also in Pittsburgh, yeah. And you found uh, some other type of festival. Uh, I think that's all I looked at, actually. Just a mac and cheese one? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So, we got 20 of them. 20 oh. unique festivals in the United States. I'm going to breeze through them, unless there's like a really interesting one. But I thought, you know, there's a in, uh, fun fact. Two of them are in Ohio, and two of them we actually know about, but we've never been to. And, I mean, they're extremely unique. I know about them. You know about them. Once I say them. unique. Yes. Once I say them, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Wow. Randolph County Fair. No. Uh, so... 20 unique festivals. Number 20, the Underwater Music Festival mm. in Florida. That's cool. Underwater. Um, the Underwater Music Festival is held annually at the Florida Keys. Go figure. Everything cool probably happens in the Florida Keys. To raise awareness for the only surviving coral reef in the United States of America. Wow. wow. People wear wacky costumes. SpongeBob to mermaids. They put waterproof speakers underwater. And I don't know how you're hearing that underwater, but okay. That sounds really cool, though. Yeah. That's usually in July. So next time you're in Florida Keys. In July. In July. <laughs> go for it. Number 19, the UFO Festival oh. in New Mexico. That'd be cool. Yeah. Held in home of... uh. Held in the home of multiple UFO stories, sightings, movements, Roswell, New Mexico. People dress up as aliens, uh, dress up your dog, no one's going to do that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, tour of the Roswell UFO crash site. Oh. Okay. That's in June, if you ever want to go down to New Mexico. There's also a version in Portland. Number 18, the Mothman Festival in West Virginia. Do you know what the Mothman is? Vaguely. I remember watching the movie a lot as a kid. Mm, Yes. Um, He's a cryptid. Huh? He's a cryptid, I think. Sure. Okay. According to this festival, the story goes that in 1966, a giant crimson-eyed winged creature was seen at Point Pleasant in West Virginia. Although it's just a legend, the festival really makes you think. Could there have been a sighting? Was it an alien? Was it a ghost? Was it some weird hybrid creature? And that's what this festival is for. Um, That's in September. Oh, coming up. We could go there. Oh. All right. So now here comes a special one in Ohio. I'm actually kind of sad that it's number 17 because this one's very unique. And it's around the corner from us, which is crazy. Do you want to take a guess? Is it the wizarding? No. Okay. No. I don't know. That's happening this weekend. No. Okay. Um. It's around the corner. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I'm saying like a hypothetical corner. Like it's oh, in a, so it's, not literally. Yeah, it's near us. Uh, unique festival. Yeah. Think it's about not it. the. That can't be unique. The beer one. Nope. Uh. One more shot. Try. Have we gone to it? No. That's what I said. These two festivals we've never been to, but they're very unique. I would love to go sometime. Uh, I have no idea. Oh, Twins Festival. Oh, stupid. In Twinsburg, Ohio. I did know that one. I know. That's what I'm saying. 
Located in the appropriately named Twinsburg, Ohio, is the annual Twins Day Festival, which according to Guinness World Records is the largest annual gathering of twins in the world. The goal of Twins Festival is to gather twins from all the world together and celebrate their uniqueness together. Very interesting. And again, it's right around the corner. I can't believe Under 30 that's minutes. 17. That's what I said. That's what I'm saying. That's that a very, very unique, unique one. unique. It's and, very and unique. And you said it's the only one in the world? Uh, it, no, it's not the only one, but it's uh, it has a Guinness World Record for- It's the for, best one. Yeah, it's the best one. Yeah. Um, let's see. That is cool. Way to go, Ohio. In the last 40 years, they've seen 77,000 sets of twins oh to attend. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You got the twin volleyball, the twin talent show. There's a there's a 5K twin run. Do you think our favorite Baker twins have been there? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Shoot. This is in August, so coming up next month, we may be able to swing down and, and look at. I I don't know how much traffic that that draws, but I would love to go see some twins. Number 16, wouldn't it be cool to have a twin, though? Like, wouldn't you guys, like, dress the same and, like, pull pranks and stuff? Like, you ever think about that? What if you had a twin? I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I always I would do. Twin. I would pull some shenanigans, like... Uh, you would. I mean, yeah. This isn't, this isn't me. This is my twin. What a shenanigan. <laughs> the worst of shenanigans. All right, number 16, Mike the Headless Chicken Fest. What? This is in Colorado. The annual Clucking Festival is a celebration and remembrance of the life of Mike the Headless Chicken and his unbelievably, unbelievable survival spirit. Mike was a chicken which never gave up. Wait a minute. Is this a real story? In I <laughs> feel like it can't be. In 1945, a rooster named Mike was decapitated by a farmer. But strangely, he had just enough brain power to continue Living for another 18 months. Uh, the farmer kept him alive by feeding him using a special technique such as an eyedropper with milk and water mix. No. In the end, he died on by choking on a kernel of corn. So he decapitated the chicken. Yeah. So he, did, he clearly didn't want it alive. Correct. And then once it continued to live without its head he, he was kept like it alive. oh actually i changed my mind for 18 months and it could have kept going and it choked it on a kernel of corn i'm done i don't think that's true number 16 let's go to colorado and figure out um that's in may we just missed it shoot, shoot. number 15 another bug related festival for some strange reason uh bug fest in north carolina Feeling bugged out? Well, just head on down to North Carolina for Bug Fest, which attracts 40,000 people each year. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Like, what? It's just bugs? <laughs> yes. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, that should definitely be below Twins whatever. Yeah, yeah Twins work. Cafe Insectica. Insectica? Insectica? Is a really unique part of the festival. And not for the faint-hearted. Have you ever tried out bug dishes? That's right. With real bugs. These dishes are flavored, so you hopefully won't notice anything strange. What type of bug dishes would you say? Um, oh, it doesn't say what bugs. But did you know that it takes 3,000 gallons of water to produce one pound of beef? Whereas it only takes a tenth of a gallon of water to produce one pound of crickets? Insects also require less energy, food, and space. Therefore, we should eat more crickets. I really wish everyone could see what you're doing <laughs> with your head. <laughs> Eating bugs also provides a healthy, balanced diet with high protein, fiber, and nutrients compared to most meats. Let's switch it over. Let's switch over to meat. Or <laughs> let's switch it over to bug-only diet. You know, people are doing keto. People, you know, wow, good job doing keto. How about you switch over to Beto, you know, just bugs, bugs only. <laughs> that was in May, so we just missed it. That begs the question, if you were stranded on an island and you had a, a choice of whatever bug you can eat, what bug would you eat and why? Uh, does it beg the question? Yes. Yeah, so you, you need to answer the question, too. Um... What bug would I eat? Yeah. And there's bugs around you. You got your choice. But what bug would you choose and why? 
Uh, I would say mm-hmm. a teeny tiny ant. A, an ant. Because they're small, so it would be like, oh, like I barely know I'm eating it. You know, you don't have to crunch it. But, but would you you would not really get any nutrition out of I that. I mean, if I eat a lot of them. Oh. Trying to think of what I could stomach. Caterpillar, way too squishy. I thought, my first thought was yeah, a lightning bug. Caterpillar wouldn't really be a bug, That's though. That's a bug. No. Yeah, it turns so. into a butterfly. Those are bugs. Uh, I don't know about that. Look it up right now. I'm looking it up. Caterpillars are insects. That's a bug. But they are not a type of bug. Well, what cl- what's a bug? A bug is an insect. They fall into the. What does that mean? They, excuse me. They fall into an insect category because they have an exoskeleton, three sets of true legs, a set of antenna, and a segmented body, with three main parts. It's a bug. Looks like no caterpillars aren't worms either. Uh, okay, don't care. Caterpillars belong to the second largest order of insects called Lepidotoria. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not going to look anymore on this because I'm tired of seeing caterpillars. But, uh, not a bug. Continue. Bugs are a type of insect. Fine. Excuse me. All right, you win. Um. No, this is a win for science. Oh, wait. Mm, Okay. Um, well, my first thought was a lightning bug. I don't know why. Okay. Well, okay. I tried to really make, like, sense of it and make a logical decision with the tiny ants because then I don't really feel like I'm, I can, you know, like I can just swallow it and not know that it's a bug. Yeah, yeah. But first, my gut reaction was lightning bug. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to go for mosquitoes. Ew. You know why? Because they're a cannibal. Mosquitoes have all sorts of nutrition in them, and they're sucking up other nutrition. They're sucking up your blood. Yeah, they're sucking. And you're gonna eat them. Other animals' bloods, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna eat them, and I'm, therefore I'm gonna take all the nutrition that, that they like got from them. You're gonna get a lot. Of I diseases. may or may not be getting that from an episode of One Punch Man. Oh my god! The anime where the lady got stronger once all the mosquitoes gave her the blood from the animals, but you know whatever. It's still nutrition. Number 14, the Pillow Fight Festival. This is in New York City. I think That's I've cute. seen this one before. Um, thousands of people gather together and have a gigantic pillow fight, which happens in Washington Square Park, lower Manhattan. How do they get there? Because traversing around Manhattan is crazy. This is uh, doesn't have a date. Oh. Are they supplied the pillows? Because I see a problem if people are bringing their own pillows. You think someone's going to put like a knives in, a in there? Yeah, yeah. Kill, each, kill people? Wow. You've been watching too many... Uh, neighbor documentaries? N- neighbor documentaries. <laughs> okay, number 13. This is the other one in Ohio. Do you want to guess what it is? We 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 know this one. Uh, How close is it? Doesn't matter. Uh Okay. I honestly have no idea. As soon as I say it, you're going to say, oh, gee, Willikers. Uh, Can you give me a hint? No. Just one hint. You give up? Sure. I know everyone who's listening knows about this festival. It's the Duct Tape Festival. Oh, I guess I I didn't realize that was a festival. Yeah, remember we watched like four... Interviews about the duct tape festival. How I came back this year for the for, it missed a couple years. Apparently not. And my mom was like, "Ah, ba da ba da ba da, I can make that." Ba ba da ba da ba da. Remember? Vaguely. <laughs> yeah, she, she said those words. Ah, ba da ba da ba da. Let's see. This festival is in Avon. It draws sixty thousand people each year. Sixty thousand people. Come Why? to the Avon Heritage Duct Tape Festival. Why are they so passionate about duct tape? <laughs> they create giant, creative duct tape floats for the parade. There's elephants and fire trucks full that are made out of duct tape. <laughs> There's like cars. 
<laughs> that people. <laughs> Uh, the power of the duck is showcased at the <laughs> Duct Tape Festival. It's a chance for locals to show off their handicraft skills. I'm telling you, man, nothing but a bunch of dads that have no time. Not true. And are rule, and their kids are like, hey, son, let's, we don't got the soapbox derby, so let's make some there's type like, of duct tape thing. There's a thing where, like, you there's a competition where you can make uh, your prom dress out of duct tape and you can enter to win something. I don't know what. Probably. So wasn't that great? But that's a thing. So I bet a lot of those people would go there. Sure. Also, sure. we have a friend that like made her wallet out of duct tape. Yeah, Very I'm cute. About yeah, I think I bet she would go to that. Well, you know what? It just passed. It was in June. Oh, no. Apparently, the duct tape brand headquarters is in Ohio. So maybe that's why this festival is in Ohio. That must be the only reason. And that's after that. Number 12. Thanks, Ohio. Yeah, we got two special ones. We have the Jam Cruise Festival in Miami, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a, a festival on cruise boats. Oh. On the seas. Uh, the cruise travels from the Caribbean Miami, Florida, Bahamas, Costa Rica, or Costa? Oh, Costa May. Huh, that's kind of cool. That has to be the most expensive festival. Um, But that's kind of confusing. It's in January. Well, I guess if you're in Miami, it's still warm. Number 11 is the Dance Mile, which is in Maine. I feel like dancing the night away. Head to Portland, Maine for a one-mile dance-a-thon. Nope. I'm not going to read the rest of that. Are you kidding it's me? It's an interesting concept. I'm not going to dance for a mile. Each July, thousands of people dress up in disco-themed costumes and are led by a mobile DJ in a unique display of wackiness. Now, a mobile DJ, that's cool. This is in July, so this could, we could still see this if we wanted to. Uh, Probably not. Okay. The Albuquerque Balloon Festival comes in at number 10. The biggest hot air balloon festival in the United States with over 800,000 people attending last year. Wow. And over 500 hot air balloons taking to the skies. That's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Number nine, the Washington State Kite Festival. I had to read that very slowly. Um, this is in August. There we go. That sounds kind of like Kite Festival Extravaganza attracts over 100,000 people annually and showcases how are there this many kites? 1,500 creatively designed kites. Well, I guess if they're like really cool kites and not your just basic Walmart kite. Yeah, these are like. I uh, guess that would be cool. It's like squids. Ooh. I've never flown a kite before. Really? Never flown a kite. If I have, it must have been very boring for me to not remember, but I've never flown a kite. We're about to do it. I will. I don't think I want to. <laughs> You're gonna. I don't know why I would want to. It's really actually not that fun. Like I flew kites a few times as a kid, and I think as soon as it was in the sky, I was like, "All right." Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't really know what the appeal is. You have arrived. The kite is in the air. Here's my personal favorite, and I think we should definitely go visit this one. It's the Cow Chip Throw Festival in Wisconsin. Cow Chip Throw? Now, when you think of the word cow chip, what do you think that stands for? I feel like I'm being set up. What do you think it stands for? I don't know. Well, if you were to say cow dung, you are correct. (laughs) This is a whole festival which the whole point is throwing cow dung i was thinking it was a potato chip it's apparently a sport i'm assuming only in this city of wisconsin but tossing cow dungs aka chips that's uh that is recognized as a a sport in the cow chip capital of usa people are throwing pieces of poop and it is a it is a sport the current record for throwing cow dung is 248 feet. No gloves are allowed. Eesh. No. Wisconsin folks, huh? That's in August. We can go. Come on. We could go. Then you got the Winter Skull 
It's in Aspen, Colorado. This one kind of looks boring. Not sure why this is number seven. But it's a festival with a focus uh, on artistic ideas and creativity. The most unique event here is winter sculpting, which these skilled artists create some magnificent uh, masterpieces out of snow and ice. So um, there's a picture there. It looks kind of cool. The Lebowski Festival. This one you probably have no idea because you've never seen the big Lebowski. But this is in Kentucky. Apparently just people dress up as <laughs> Lebowski and they have a look-alike contest. Not sure how that I doesn't get old after a while. I can't even picture. It looks scary. There's a what picture this here. Festival is supposed it's, to be. It's scary. Or why? Um, this one's held in in Kentucky. There's also a version in New York City. Look at that in July. The Aspen Ruggerfest Festival in Colorado, which this one looks really boring. It's just a, a rugby don't festival. Agree with the order of this list. At yeah, all. I I think this person who wrote it is wrong, but it's still showing us different unique festivals. There's the Dirty Bird Campout Festival in California, number four, a unique music festival in the United States. Dirty Bird Campout is an adult summer camp with a twist. I don't think I've ever heard of this camp, and I don't know why it's what's the twist. It sounds a little scary. It's in October. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Number three. This one's kind of cute. The Water Lantern Festival. That sounds really cute. Yeah. I'd like to go to it. Um. Here's the problem. There's not a set location for this. Why is there not a set location for this? Oh, it happens in different states. Oh. But yeah, you make your memory, you do the thing, you spark the thing, and you put on the water, and you know, thing. Wow. Looks cute. I would love that. Final two. The Wolfstock Festival. The Wolfstock Festival is the largest dog festival in North America. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> oh, the perfect place to celebrate the love of your dog and the passion for your canine breed. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that should definitely be in the top two. This is in Can't... Oh, no, there's... One in Canada and the United States. Over 200,000 people from all the United States and Canada send upon... Oh, no, it's just in Toronto. Gotcha. Running of the Pugs. Oh, I want to see the running of the Pugs. When does it happen? Uh, This happens in... Doesn't say. I would really like to make this happen. You trying to go to Canada? Yeah, we've been. Let's do it. That's true. It's not that far away. I don't know. For the dog I mean, festival to, to, of the Toronto, world. Uh, did we go to Toronto? Uh, I we went to Niagara we Falls, and then we went to yeah. We went to Toronto for a second. Was that and Toronto? Hated it. Yeah, that's kind of scary. But I'm willing to go back. Number one, this is. Uh, I don't know why this is number one. Oh, I already knew I was going to think that. Burning Man Festival. Oh. You ever heard of the Burning Man yeah. Festival? Yeah. It's in a desert in Nevada. It gets trans this area of the desert, Black Rock Desert, gets transformed into an apocalyptic community, apocalyptic community called Black Rock City. Tickets are four hundred and seventy dollars a pop. Eighty thousand people come each year. It's from August thirtieth to September seventh. We can go. <laughs> we are not going. <laughs> Why would you pay for uh, a ticket to Burning Man Festival? Can be very expensive, costing four hundred seventy dollars. It's also very difficult to find a ticket because it sells so fast. That's wild. I don't know if I would ever want to go to that. I think I've seen videos of it. it like people look cool out there, but I think that they're not like happy out there. I don't know. That's just me. That's from Town and Tourists. I think that's a a reputable source. I mean, is it, though? Because, like, the order of that list really doesn't make sense. Well, here's the problem. Why, was, why were kites so high up? <laughs> here's the problem. There weren't any food festivals on that list. What the heck is up with that, huh? Well, maybe food festivals aren't unique. I mean, I I think I would say so. Food. I mean, I'm just saying maybe, like, they're common. Maybe. Yeah, it's Not true. that they're bad. Just common. Not unique. And this was just in the United States. I mean, there could be some crazy ones. Wait. Okay. <laughs> what? No. What's up? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you want to go weird and wacky doodle, you don't want to leave out the Roadkill Cookoff Festival. No. Yes. 
This is in West Virginia. I am not surprised to say this that. Can't. <laughs> this can't be healthy. Uh, now there is a there's a thing here. To be clear, no one's cooking with actual roadkill. Then why are you calling? Rather, it? they're making dishes using animals that are often struck down by motor vehicles. That's not much better. <laughs> Does that is it morbid if I ask if <laughs> I don't know if I should say Don't say it. There's teriyaki marinated bear, squirrel gravy and biscuits, deer sausages, and busted tailgate barbecue macaroni and cheese. That honestly sounds very yummy. They're missing uh, at least two animals. <laughs> They're just giving some examples of some. Anyway, they get pretty weird. Um, oh, you've seen the, this video of this, the um, National Hollering Contest. Oh, my God. I've showed you those. Yeah, you have. Yeah, let me see. Hold on. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Wow. I want to go to the I want to go to the Hollering Festival. Where is it? Guess, is guess. It? <laughs> actually, no, it's in North Carolina. I thought it was going to be like in West okay, Virginia. We're trying again. to go there. We're trying to go there. It really knows. Okay, so uh, we go. We went through all that list. It's Question: a, uh, What what time is it? Like, where are we at? Uh, we're at thirty-seven minutes. Anyway, so <laughs> I say this: we go through the whole list because to let you know, one, there are very crazy fun festivals i think everyone should at least go to one festival in their entire life mm -hmm. and not a fair affairs mm -hmm. i would not consider a fair or a festival i think those are two separate things fairs county fairs are like not just seen. a generic thing where you're gonna have you know maybe some type of demolition derby and that's it yeah they're not really themed right they're, they're just not the fair yeah but you're going to a festival it's unique it's something different. There still will be some vendors there. The typical uh, lemonade guy that gives you a pound of sugar and your lemonade. The best. The and then sometimes there's a bee inside of it, but. Or a pickle. Or a pickle. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So there we go. There we have it. Um, I feel like that that's good because. Tight 30 minutes. Yeah. And the last thing I was talking about is uh, a very unique movie we saw in theaters. Also, there's a festival about it. There's also a festival, yeah, the UFO festival. This one didn't get that much good reviews in the in the in the um, Rotten Tomatoes, but we still went to go see it because it was over. I'm, if I'm gonna spend money on the movie, it needs to be above sixty percent. That's where I'm at. I don't want anything. To see, I could wait if it's underneath that. So we went to go see it, and uh, it got eighty two percent. So it's not bad. Did you see the name of it yet? It's Nope. Okay. The third movie by Jordan Peele, who made Get Out and Us. We now have Nope, which is a um, space, not space, what am I thinking of? Alien space UFO type movie. Horror, but not really horror, more mystery than horror, but there were some... There were some pretty, pretty horrific good, scenes. Yeah, there were some pretty good horrific scenes. Very, like, I felt disturbed. I think at Maybe first... I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Because, like, as I'm watching it, I remember thinking, why is this disturbing me so much? I feel like I've seen worse. But I don't know. The way it was shot. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he, did, he did a good job. At first, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of uh I don't know if this is good or not. It was a very slow start. It's slow, but it was unique. That's like it was the, very the, unique. That's what was my problem. Was I'm used to like just watching a thousand superhero shows and movies, and I expect the movie to go a certain way. <laughs> and then uh, I'm watching this movie. I'm like, oh, this is totally different than what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. So I was all for that. Jordan Peele, man, three for three. He's, He's done uh, um, good rated movies. So. Yeah, go see that if you have a chance. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a movie to see on a date or something, that'd be good. All right, I think I have an article, but I, it's not really. I think I'm gonna do it. But do you, 
Do you have anything you want to leave us with? Wait, you're not going to do the article? I'm not going to do the article. I was going to do the article, but then I was like, I'm not going to do the article. So you're going to do it sometime without me? I, well, see, I don't know because this article is, uh, I mean, kind of outdated. This Fishy. happened uh, July 17th. This is seven days ago. Oh, outdated. It's, it's old news now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, we could do the article if you want me to do the article. Let's do it. I mean, we're already past the 30-minute mark. <laughs> Time is uh, it's not real anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we should talk about some good news, right? Yeah. All right. So, 17-year-old found a lady's purse and is rewarded with $17,000 after he delivers it to her door. He returned her purse from uh, she left it in a grocery store parking lot like a weirdo. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> Uh, he didn't expect anything in return. He came and dropped it off to her house because of the driver's license and the purse, I imagine. And they had a ring doorbell. Shout out to Ring, man. They are getting all these, like, candid videos and just raking in millions of views online from, from these. Um, so she didn't have the $17,000. That's the kicker. She started a GoFundMe campaign. Uh, as a way to raise some money for the kid. And 764 donors sent money totaling over $17,000. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. It's still open. And it's at $18,000. Wow. $18,605. That's crazy. Um, the latest update was... That the teen used some of his money to buy himself a car, and he'll be saving the rest. Oh, good for him. He got himself a car now. Dang. That's a good story. You know what's funny? I was just watching an episode of South Park, and they were making fun of GoFundMe and uh, Kickstarter. Because, (laughs) so the joke was that they wanted to start a business where people pay them to do nothing. I vaguely remember this episode. If you think about it, like if you really, really think about it, <laughs> GoFundMe and Kickstarter, right? Obviously, they're doing something because they have to make sure the website runs. But so when that, you come down to it. But if you really, really think about it, you are paying them to do nothing. <laughs> because they get a like, I don't know, 3% or whatever, 5% out of the total pot once it's closed and cashed out. That was really smart. So, technically, if you really, really deep down think about it, you're paying them to do nothing. And that just blew my mind thinking about that, really thinking about it. GoFundMe is one of the greatest businesses ever. They're making a profit. Right. Off of you. some nice seventeen-year-old returning someone's purse. Yes, yes. That's messed up. Uh, let me just see. How much does GoFundMe take? Two point nine percent. So pretty much, let's just say, let's just say three <laughs> percent. Wow. So I raised eight thousand dollars. For my buddy that works over at the coffee shop, and GoFundMe is going to get 3% of that. And they did literally nothing besides make sure their website was up and the ticker was up too. Genius. Wow. Someone donated $2,000 to that kid. Wow. What a mad lad. Now, here's the, here's the real question. When you donate money like that to a GoFundMe or a fundraising thing do you put your name on it or not you you personally what would you do what would i do yeah do you want people to know that you donated to it or do you do it anonymously i don't want people to know that i do anything <laughs> on like any social media <laughs> i have a lot of anxiety about posting comments on things so i would definitely want to be anonymous what do you got to hide it's not even that i have to hide anything i think it's like I've always been shy. You you've been yes, shy, believe it or not. <laughs> and it just is. It's like that. It's like when you speak up in class. That's how it, it feels like that a little bit. Okay. Except 
you know, it's there forever, not going away. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, without a question, not, and it wouldn't be like a, it's not like I'm a moral or better person because I would do it anonymously. It's it's just like, I, yeah. Mm. Don't want people seeing stuff. See, so I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I would go anonymous because I don't want anyone to like thank me. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, I'm donating, and here you go. I'm donating. I don't want you to. I don't want people to know that I donated. You don't want it to be a big thing. Don't want people to thank me. Now, if if I was super rich and was donating like this two thousand dollar guy, yeah, I'll put my name on it. You see, I'm the top because. Even GoFundMe is like, oh, look at this guy. He's the top donation. He's the first person who donated. You I know? think, too, though, like, if you were, like, this really, you're a celebrity or something, how cool would it be, like, you know, if you yeah. you have a GoFundMe and you're like, wow, Jack Black just gave me $2,000 on yeah. my GoFundMe. Like, that, that wouldn't does, uh... be, like, a braggy thing, but it would be, like, a it, that person will feel like. They'll be excited that this celebrity did it. And it, it draws more uh, publicity to them. <laughs> like, you know, what's so funny? Publicity to to the fundraiser, you know? Like, hello? <laughs> what's so funny? It sounded like you said it funny. I sounded like I said it funny? I think you did, but maybe I'm wrong. See, here's the thing about... Publicity. What, that's see, sort of what Here's the like. thing what people don't realize about me. I say words wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. But I talk so fast... It's like it, you almost don't catch it. Exactly. Exactly. So I was about to argue... Like, I was about to be like, I'm probably wrong. I probably didn't hear it that way. No. You may have heard it the right way. Who knows? But I say it too fast. So you never it's really know. Is a, that's why you don't you don't talk fast because talking fast uh, you don't talk slow because <laughs> you know people hear all those mistakes but if you talk fast you definitely don't mix you up your words don't mix up your words at all nope. yep uh, it's funny listening back to the podcast though when I'm reading an article and I'm saying it too fast like I'm reading it <laughs> faster than I'm saying it but I'm saying it fast too and I'm like skipping ahead four words I love it yeah so the, actually but back to that GoFundMe that anonymous. That $2,000, he did go anonymous, so good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Good job, Jack Black. Yeah. But um, I think that's it. That was the article. You want to leave us with anything? Is there anything you want to say? You know, last time I, I asked you if there's anything to be said, and uh, you said I'll put you on a spot. And so I hope that you maybe you, you, did you prepare something when since that I time. When will I learn my lesson? Oh, dear. Because here I am once again on oh, the spot. Dear. Your hands are folded. They're they're folded. Your hands have been. Your cards are on the table. Sorry, my hands are tied. Well, that's okay. I would say, live your lives. Go to a unique festival, <laughs> not the kite one. <laughs> that's uh, you're leaving us with that. I guess so. Oh. I feel like there's something you could you could probably say like a little more. Uh, motivating you know like more uh um call to arms besides. don't waste your lives go to the bug festival okay and eat a mosquito yes very good all right folks well that it will be the end of this episode uh thank you kaylee z for <laughs> I was <called> you right <laughs> for coming on quite appreciated um we got some big things planned the next couple weeks we got, um, what are we doing? Murder Mystery Dinner next Saturday, mm-hmm. which is going to be very fun. Very fun. Probably talk about that. Um, and then after that, we're going to Kentucky for, uh, what's it called? Is it just called The Ark? It's called The Ark Encounter. It's a life-size Noah's Ark in Kentucky. Now, here's the crazy thing about this. I know I just said the podcast is over, but check this out. And I'm going to talk about this again probably after we go to this. But it looks huge. I don't know if it's like the exact uh, size of the arc. I have no idea, but it looks very huge. Um, I was, we're we're taking my mom, so, uh, because she wanted to go see it. But the Noah's Ark 
is 512 feet long, 885 feet wide, and 51 feet high. So I feel like we're going to be able to see this from quite a ways away, just like the pickle on the bridge. But here's the thing. We're going to go. And we're not I'm not I'm not big into taking tours all the way through. You know, if I could speed run some of it, I'm gonna speed run some of it. We've done that pretty much every place we went to. But they said on their website to be prepared, if done quickly, the tour will take five to six hours. If done quickly. So stay tuned for <laughs> How long does it take if you like go the correct speed i would i would say it, I, an it, entire work day but maybe but it's this is there's also two parts too so i don't know if they're combining both the parts of it or just the arc part i don't know that's crazy but you think 510 feet long that's you that, think that's a lot let me see what that is in miles let's see I don't even know if I'm doing this math right. <laughs> <laughs> Google's like, what are you putting in? Why are you trying to convert this the wrong way, Please sir? Stop. This doesn't work that way. <laughs> oh, God. This is saying that's almost a tenth of a mile. I don't understand. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? It's too late for me to try to do math. This episode was only supposed to be 30 minutes. This episode brought to you by math. When you try to Google math, you get confused. Thank you, math. Yeah, so we're going to Kentucky. That'd be fun. And uh, we'll talk to you about that as the time comes. But as for that, we tried to go for 30 minutes, and you're at 52 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.